Hi everyone, welcome back to the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. It's Dana again, and we are going to dive into part two of Doug's episode, My Partner in Life, bringing us the masculine side of spirituality to the masses. You know, Doug's so special, he gets <laughs> two episodes for you to enjoy. So we're going to dive into that. Take your questions as well. So watch the entire episode. There's so much to take in and Doug, it's, he drops some knowledge on us. So it's a fun one to get into. I want to welcome everyone back that's been joining us. And if you are new here, you can always take a look at our first episode called the origin story to learn more about me and our mother's crystals. However you love enjoying us, there are a multitude of ways to do that. We are on Pinterest, Twitter, of course, Instagram, sorry, and TikTok, also our YouTube channel, The Crystalline Network, or on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. If you um, care to do so, it would be so appreciated, appreciated if you leave us a review on Apple Podcast or on Spotify, and uh, we would deeply appreciate that. Or maybe share this with a friend who is loving the content and you think... They would love it too. Go ahead and share. That's how we really get the word out and are able to bring on more guests. I love you all so much. And until next time, enjoy the episode with Dougie. Welcome to the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. This is a safe place for all those who wonder and wander about crystals, spirituality, all things metaphysical. Like doing the flip side of that last question. I, I really want to hear your answer on this because I don't know if I even personally know it. Do you have advice for the masculine or anyone that identifies with the masculine or maybe the man in a relationship um, that have a spiritual partner? Because I like, I think back and I'm like, what did Doug really think about all of this woo-woo stuff? Like when I first started doing it, because I, it's not like I ever, I don't think I ever really asked you what you thought. I was just like, I'm doing it. You know, this is, this, and you were always very supportive, but do you have advice from a masculine perspective? If, if they have a partner that is very spiritual or woo woo advice, well, let's see. Don't knock it until you try it. Ooh, I love that uh, one. Yes. You know, coming from a male mm -hmm. standpoint, we're always, should I say, our ego really takes over us. And I mean, just speak truthfully and honestly. I think that, you know, that's the it, case you know, for the majority, yes. Our ego takes over and we, most men, most men don't just want to sit still. <laughs> Yeah, it's all, they'll sit still and watch a basketball or football game or whatever. Yeah. But we don't want to sit still and have truly have some peace and quiet. So You resist like, it. Yeah, yeah, we resist it. We got to go, go, go. Or I know for my standstill that go, go, go. Yeah, you always want to do, do, do yeah. for sure. Yeah. But like to have some time for yourself, have some damn time for yourself to sit down to put some headphones on with even like singing bows, mm -hmm. relax, take a breath, you know, have your significant other, your wife, whomever, watch the kids. If you have kids, then mm -hmm. have that 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes out of the day just to set and try to connect with yourself instead of 
everything's in shambles. You got to go. You got to do. I've got to be up and going. And I can speak from experience on that, that if all that's going on, that's when I actually need to meditate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't keep putting it off because this is the exact moment I actually really need it. And then I can take care of X, Y, and Z much more efficiently if I wouldn't. And I've with more of a level head because mm-hmm. you've, you've right. come centered, like centered within yourself. Yeah. I'm not saying you're fully awakening and, and you're just like <laughs> Buddha, Buddha <laughs> but it kind of paves the way for the day. Totally. Like it paves the way. I can tell when I don't say my mantras, my prayers and anything. Yes. I can tell if I somehow some way skip that in my daily yes routine i'm the same way dog that i'm more agitated with people around me yes. because i'm agitated with myself i've mm-hmm. not started my day out mm-hmm. with being more genuine for myself and more grateful for myself and things that have come yeah and you know if you can just sit down speaking to the you know male side mm-hmm It's okay to sit down. Yeah, it's okay to sit down (laughs) and say words of affirmation or whatever brings you some kind of peace and solace. So also, too, for anybody that has a partner, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be male, but say they have a partner that's like me, spiritual, woo-woo, witchy stuff, you know, does all things. Is there anything that you could give, like, your perspective on them, like... Either, like, don't bother them. I don't know what it could be, Doug. I don't know. But is there anything, like, um, just be accepting of it? Or is there any advice? uh, Be accepting of it. Uh, I don't want to, like, make you answer that. I want you to answer it your way. Be accepting of it because who are we to judge Mm -hmm. the next? I mean, we're not supposed to judge ourselves or each other. We're not. We're not perfect. (laughs) You know, Nobody walking earth is perfect. Mm-hmm. And just to try to open up to yourself to where you're accepting of that person, whether it be a significant other, a friend, mm-hmm. family member, whomever it may be, be accepting of that. Because you th- you might be thinking, oh, well, they're crazy. They're they're. Not normal. Well, nobody knows what normal truly is. Yeah, I agree. No one. 100%. Normal doesn't even exist. Right. Normal, it, it, it's like saying perfect. It, it, it exists. Yeah, and we, perfection doesn't exist. Neither does normal. We say, oh, well, that person's normal or that person is just so unnormal. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you can't place a label on people of that such. You yeah. can't. And just to... Be accepting and and try to work on yourself. Work Breath on yourself. Work. That's big. Work yeah. on yourself. So as like the person, the partner is working on them spiritually and like maybe be open to doing the same that for yourself. And, Don't be so close-minded, right? Exactly. Yeah. And like what I found, what, you know, I know not to, should I say interrupt your meditations? Yeah, don't. And do that. she knows not to interrupt <laughs> mine. If that yeah. is my time, I I want to be left alone. I yeah. want my time. Yeah. Whether it be me just sitting in silence, breathing, whether it be me listening to sound healing or a meditation, whatever yeah. it may be. And I think it's a 
level of just mutual respect for one another. You know, I respect, I, I'm going to love you unconditionally. Whatever, whatever you're thinking and feeling and doing over here, you're not hurting anybody. You're not Correct. hurting me in the process. So, you know, I, I support it 100%. Correct. And not to think, oh, well, this person is crazy for meditating, for praying, for being grateful. Mm-hmm. Having Christmas. Holding space for themselves, yeah. let alone others. Yeah. I mean, who are we to judge? And again, I say nothing is normal. Yes. Nothing is perfect. And to work on yourself, to be what is fulfilling for you, what's genuinely great for you. Ooh, Dougie dropping truth bombs (laughs) over here today. Yes, honey. Yes. I want to ask this personally. I kind of just want to (laughs) know. Um. What are your thoughts on me when I just like woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to start this crystal business and I'm like super spiritual now. Like I, I, it's not like it really, the spirituality didn't really happen overnight. It was a progression, but I do feel like it happened relatively fast. Mm -hmm. And I got really deep into like all the different types of spirituality and like, you know, all the things. What did you think when I just woke up one day and I was just like, I'm going to start crystal business. Well, at the time, I was just like, okay, what? <laughs> I, I I didn't, like, I didn't understand it. I knew what crystals were because I had bought you some. Yeah. You had bought you some. Yeah. I didn't have none of my own. Mm-hmm. But I knew what they were from, mm-hmm. you know, past purchases. And mm-hmm. being a kid and my uncle giving me my first piece of uh, fool's gold pie. Right, yeah. So I knew, you know, yeah. the relationship. You know, of that. Yeah. Uh, it kind of took me off guard. I just didn't, I didn't expect it. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, if that's something that you want to do, then do it. That, mm-hmm. And I tell you that all the time. I, you do. If that's something that you want or something you want to do, do You've it. You've always been 100% supportive of me in anything I want to do, any new venture I want to take on. And... I, I think I just wanted to know, like, what was running through your mind. If were you like, this girl, oh, my God, Dana, here she goes again with one of her ideas. Like. I never felt that way. I just okay. felt like if it's something that you truly want to do, just do it. Don't let, you know, anything hold you back. Don't mm-hmm. let me hold you back. Whatever it may be. Yeah. If that's something that you want to do, go go for it. If it fails, it wasn't meant. If it succeeds, then it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, uh, who am I to say, you know, don't do? No, I know. You know I, I just, I know that you feel that way. I just didn't know if you had a certain, res- like, automatic response and you're like, oh, Lord. I didn't really have, go. like, <laughs> I just thought, well, okay. Here we know, go. Yeah. <laughs> do what you want to do. And you did. You did. You were just like, okay, yeah, do it. Um, which is, I, I really appreciate from you. Yeah. And, and that's the thing to be able to support one another and say, well, I don't care how crazy the idea might be. If that's something you want to do, I'm not saying go out and rob a bank or, you know, <laughs> right. cause harm upon someone. I'm saying if, if there's something that brings you fulfillment and some kind of happiness, yeah. then do it. Because I had never, you know, I no one in my family had ever started a business. No one owned their own business. And, and 
I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about running a business or, or anything. I had to learn all that along the way. And I just, like, I don't, I, I just wonder sometimes if you ever think, Dana, here we go again with your crazy ideas. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting that onto you. And I, I shouldn't be. I, I've never thought, well, here you go with your crazy ideas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm always just like, well, okay, let's, I'm here you're for just the a, ride. You're along for the ride. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> and to just say, well, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And, if, you know, even if something doesn't, I guess, succeed, if it still brought you happiness, it brought you yeah. some kind of fulfillment and success within you because you yeah. did it. You went out and you did it. Yeah. Versus someone like me that worked in a stagnant environment for 15 and a half years and I wasn't I wasn't happy. I wasn't succeeding within myself. Yeah. And You had a lot of inner work to do. Yeah. And obviously, we always, we're always going to have inner work to do and... To try to hold compassion for yourself. Oh my God, yes. You know, because, yes. you know, love yourself and hold compassion. Because I wasn't doing that. You weren't being graceful with yourself and, at all. And I wouldn't be honest if I sat here and said, well, I do that every day. Because I don't. That We're not perfect, honey. Exactly. Yeah. Because perfection doesn't exist. Right. So for us to sit here and say we're so graceful with ourselves all the time, that's yeah, you know, we're not and, being honest. And I'm not. You know, and it's an everyday work. It's a job. It's a practice. It's a job. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you're working on yourself yeah. to be better for yourself and others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, I have some really fun questions oh, from gosh. the community, you guys. I love it when you all give me these ideas. So when I put these up in the story section and you guys um, give me questions to ask my guest, I, I just I have so much fun with it. These are going to be good. Oh, gosh. So the first one, I, I can't think of this. So I'm going to see if you can. What is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to us as a couple we don't get embarrassed that often, right? Because it's like we just we just are who we are. We don't care what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. We weren't always like that, though. Um, but hmm. the most embarrassing moment, I cannot think of it. The most embarrassing moment. But you have a way better memory than I do. For us as a couple. Yeah. So Doug will remember things like from his third grade. And I'm over here like I can't remember what I did yesterday. So you have the better memory of us. I don't know if it was embarrassing for us as a couple. I know it was kind of embarrassing <laughs> for you at the moment. Okay. What when was we were on vacation several years ago, and there was that big group of women that uh, you was like, Doug, you should go get your picture with them. I wasn't embarrassed. But when I was mooning them all, I think... I'm pretty sure Dana was like, oh my gosh, I mean, I this might is have, what I'm with. I may have had a moment of, oh... Uh, you know, this, like, oh my gosh, I'm with this big child here. Yeah. Yes, he's uh, I mean, I've come to expect it at this point, but, but like, really, I can't think of a instance that we were ever like truly embarrassed. Yeah, as a couple. I mean, I mean, like, I of course, you can get embarrassed, you know, 
from your standpoint. Yeah. But as a couple, I can't think of one. I know. I couldn't either. So I didn't know if you had a better, like, instance than, than I, I could come up with. I can I, I honestly, like, just me as an individual, I don't even have a lot of, like, truly embarrassing moments in life that I can really think of that where I was truly embarrassed and, like, wanted to go hide. There's just not a lot of those in my life. I, I pretty much just, like, this I'm is... I'm sure there was some when I was a child, you yeah, know. Yeah, but, but... like. Like, I, I really don't get uh, really embarrassed. So, the only thing I can think of... <laughs> do you remember when we went to the Gary Clark Jr. concert? Mm-hmm. Of course you do, because that's your favorite artist. Mm-hmm. And we had been pre-drinking at the bar there. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple had... I'm just going to leave their names out of it, but a couple had came up to us and I had on like these boots, Mm -hmm. like these, like, I don't know. I think they were knee high boots. They had a high heel. I bought those. You did. I picked those out. You picked those out. (laughs) And the woman of the couple, she leans in and it's loud. There's a lot of people. This is before, before the concert had started. We had been drinking a little bit and I wasn't like, you know, obliterated or anything, but Mm -hmm. She leaned in and she was like, my husband loves your, and I thought she said boobs, but what she had really said was boots. Oh, I don't remember And this. I was like, and I, 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 I know I had to have looked at her a little weird and, um, I was just like, oh, well, thank you. They're, <laughs> they're not, you know, really mine, but they're mine, you know? And she was like, what? <laughs> And I was like, you know, you know, I, I don't remember. I was probably, you know, I think you were talking to somebody and she just looked at me weird and she's like, your boots. And I was like, oh, my, oh my God, I, I missed this whole conversation. And I remember laughing. And of course, I laughed it off and we just went on and enjoyed the concert or whatever. But that is literally the only moment where I. There was a moment afterwards where I was like, I feel like such an idiot. Oh, my God. Like, tell between the legs. Let me walk out of here. Like, I never, that never happened. That That's the only thing I can ever think of for myself. Anyway, um, yes. So, question number two. Uh-oh. This is pretty deep. Okay. Okay. This is for you. Mm-hmm. How does Doug deal with the emotional trauma he has carried for decades. Whew, that's a loaded question, right? I don't deal with it. Like, What do you mean you don't deal with I it? I deal with it, but I don't deal with it because I feel like we are always going to have trauma. Always, We yeah. are always going to have that, that wound. Uh, just to know, like for me, for my standpoint... Because you have experienced a loss that not a lot of people can um, relate to or they think about and they're like, oh, my God, that's tragic. That's terrible. And I think for you to have walked through life the way you have and where you're at now speaks volumes. And how did you deal with that? How do you deal with that? How do you continue to deal with that, I guess? Well, okay, being 22 and losing my mother, I didn't deal with it great. I just pushed it back. Being young, I can see that. I pushed it yeah. back and I could say had aggression, you know, mm. you were to angry. God, the divine, I, I, like questions of why, 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 you know, and always push it back. 
-hmm. And the older I got, I was more accepting of it and knew that I didn't want her suffering. Why would I want her here and to suffer and go through that? As much as I want her here, or you know, within this year losing my brother, yeah, you know, it it takes a lot out of a person. It's taken a lot out of me. Mm. Uh, and I think the older I've got and the more openness of realizing, hey. You know, to work on yourself, uh, and that's where I tip my hat to you, the spiritual side of, you know, being grateful that I had them in my life, because they wasn't just a mother, a brother, they were teachers, too. Mm -hmm. I learned from both of them. You, mm -hmm. I did. Yeah. Uh, How do you deal with it? And to deal with it, you know. You've carried that trauma for decades. How do you deal with that? Know that you are still loved by them. They are still loving you. They are still there with you. No matter how much it does hurt that they're not here physically, they are still here. They're, you know, they're on your shoulder. They're that angel saying, you know, do this or you're doing good. Keep faith. Keep, uh, keep positive. Have compassion for yourself. Because we don't want you being down and out. Mm. And, you know, when I was younger and a lost mom, I never thought like that. Yeah. I was angry. I was an angry person at that point in my life because I had lost my mother. How did you finally release that? I think the older I got, like getting into my 30s, and realizing, you know, hey, you know, she's not hurting. She's not hurting anymore. She's she's at peace. She has not only raised you, but raised your siblings. She, she led a beautiful life. She was a beautiful person. Yeah. My mother was a beautiful person and a great soul. 100, yeah. Uh, and same as my brother, you know. And I can... Do you think it's just like literally making a choice? Like you It's can, making a choice of being happy or being sad and dwell in the sadness mm -hmm. and the hurt. Because mm -hmm. when you want to dwell in it, that's what you're going to stay in. You're mm -hmm. going to stay in that stagnant mm -hmm. energy. And I don't want to be that. I don't, I don't want to be that. Yeah. Because they wouldn't want that for me. Yeah. They don't that's, want that. I think that's huge. And I think yeah. that helped me along the way of they don't want me like this it's like you made the self-realization that i am causing this upon myself exactly and i can change my mindset and pivot that mindset to appreciate them for all the time that i did have with them and i mean honestly you still do it's just the relationship is different it's, it's now just different. they're on the other side but um, it's not like you can just pick up the phone and call them, mm -hmm. but you still can talk to them. Yeah, and still they have give a you signs. Yeah, you still have a relationship with these these loved ones that have crossed over. But I think a lot of times we get so far in our grief that we can't see that. Like, we're, we can't be open to it. Yeah, we embark on, I guess you would say, dwelling self-pity, uh, 
things of that yeah. such. Yeah. And that's a dark hole to, to stay in. And it's a dark hole to come out of. Yeah. It yeah. truly is. Yeah. We've done it beautifully. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, this is the next question. Uh-oh. How did we know that each other was the one? Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Let me think. So, I don't feel like it was any one given moment. I don't think there was, like, boop, aha, he's the one. I really, like, there was one day that I can maybe pinpoint where we were talking on the phone, Mm -hmm. when people still talked on the phone. Mm -hmm. And, uh... I don't know. I just had a feeling in my entire essence, my being that I just never experienced before. And it was just like a knowing. It was a clear cognizance, a clear sentient feeling or knowing that this was correct and this was right. And, uh, to me, that's just it. Like, it was just, it was literally like a feeling or knowing in the body. It wasn't a, a thought. It wasn't, it was just a knowing. For me, I can't label a, just a moment. I can't. Yeah. It, it's hard to do that. Yeah. For me. Me too. Uh, laughter. We was always laughing. Mm-hmm. We were having fun. Mm-hmm. We were able to experience that. Yeah. And it was a different kind of feeling being that we're both divorcees. Yes, right. It was a different kind of laughter. It was a different yeah. kind of fun. It was just, oh, it I, was different. I totally, I can relate like, and agree to that. Yeah. But I can't honestly pinpoint a one the, particular moment that I was like, oh, or you was just, I, I'm speaking for myself. Yeah. But you was just connected to me and I was connected to you and we were enjoying each other's company rather than just enjoying just be together mm-hmm. there's a difference for me what do you mean there's a difference than okay i'm enjoying your company but i'm enjoying being together but i'm enjoying it all in a whole mm-hmm. instead uh, of like just meeting up with someone having a good time and then leaving yeah okay laughs over the fun times over yeah. whatever it may be yeah so i can't really say there's a moment that really i can pinpoint yeah. to say oh yeah I mean, I really can't either other than then I just remember, I distinctly remember being on the phone one day. I even remember where I was in this house mm-hmm. that was like that significant, I guess. I was in the bedroom. I was talking to you on the phone. I was looking at the dresser. Like I even remember <laughs> like how I was sitting, I was sitting on the bed, like looking at the dresser, you know, with phone, just talking to you. And I just had this... This overwhelming, like, just knowing, this feeling. And it wasn't a thought. It wasn't, like, a mind thought or anything. It was just, like, this is mm-hmm. right. That's it. That's, that's it. beautiful. Yeah, that's the one thing I can pinpoint. Um, so, next question. What is something you've always wanted to try? And I'm assuming they're not meaning sex positions. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um I, I know something I've always wanted to try is uh, skydiving. I know you want to. That scares yeah. the hell out of me. I, I'm pretty uh, much a free spirit. I'm an airy Aquarius. The sky is fascinating to me. Flying is fascinating to me. 
Um, I wanted to be a pilot growing up. I almost joined the Air Force to do so. Obviously, that didn't happen. But, yeah, I, I would love to skydive at least once. Mm. What would I want to experience? What is something you've always wanted to try? Well, I can't. I, I don't know if this is trying. Let's see. Uh, when I was a youngin, I, and to this day, I've always wanted to go to Colorado and, like, be on a mountain. Yeah, so Doug has never been on a plane. Been on a cruise ship, but not you, a plane. You have been on a cruise ship, but not on a plane. You've not really, like, traveled a ton not of different ton. places. And that is definitely something we need to make happen for you. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, I've always wanted to do that. And I, I remember my mom, you know, talking to me about Colorado. Because my mom had been many places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she would tell me about Four Corners. So that's yeah. something that I've yeah. always wanted to try. You can put, you know, one hand in one state, uh-huh. one in another, yeah. a foot in one state, and a foot in the yeah. other. So you're in four <laughs> states. So that's something that I've always wanted to try. That that was, you know, like, I don't know, like a a beautiful thing that me and my mom shared yeah. that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And it, it will happen. Believe me, it will happen before I am called to the other side, wherever. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Absolutely. You also want to go out to California and surf. I do want to do that. Yeah. Even though I'll probably not even get up on the surf. You are a total California boy. I I think you are. I've like, had my aunt that lives <laughs> out there and yeah. has lived out there for 30-something years. I always says that you'd fit yeah. right in but i don't know with my country twang well you got a bit of a country accent but um it's charming it's endearing so yeah you'll be fine yeah. we'll have to get out to california too um someone asked was doug into crystals before we met i'm gonna let you answer that i wasn't into crystals before me and dana met mm-hmm. like i go back to and let's be honest child. i wasn't either when we met i hadn't gotten into no. crystals yet yeah. Uh, I can honestly say back when I was a kid, I had many pieces of fool's gold, which is pyrite. Which we, as a kid, that's like the coolest freaking But thing I ever. never knew it as pyrite. I knew it as fool's right. gold. Right. But you actually had a crystal connection. Yeah. And I yeah. thought I was big shit because I had <laughs> a piece of gold <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah. Obviously, it's not like a gold bar or something like that. But I really thought I was big shit because i had this in my pocket so you you ended up getting into crystals though i did yeah and i carry crystals every day in my mm-hmm. pocket i make sure you wear before them? i leave okay. the house i have uh crystals that i have carried you got them in your truck yeah i got them yeah. in my truck uh, they're everywhere in your room yes yeah uh but i make sure that them crystals that i've carried these crystals for years these particular crystals yes. in my pocket do you want to talk about the Oh, my God. We talked about the fall. Do you want to talk about the fall and the crystal that you definitely believed saved you? I do believe the crystal had a part in... Yeah, I think it had a part. In helping me from being killed or being... Significantly injured. Paralyzed or Mm -hmm. even more, you know... It could have been so bad. uh, I always carry a particular aquamarine... Uh, in my left pocket and a citrine Mm -hmm. well 
I landed on my left side during the fall, mm-hmm. uh, and I landed with a box knife in my pocket as well because I always carried a box knife. And you could have hit your head on the vice as you Correct. were coming down. So there was this vice sticking out from the apparatus that he was on. And the way he fell, he just barely missed this vice that was sticking out. He could have impelled himself on that. I mean, there's so many things that could have happened. But it's I, crazy. I landed on my aquamarine, the box knife, and my citrine. The mm-hmm. citrine was unharmed. The box knife was unharmed, of course. But my aquamarine had a chip taken out of it. Mm-hmm. And I was... You know, not at the moment. I didn't think about it, but I was after weeks rolled by. I was upset that I had damaged my aquamarine. <laughs> I was pissed off. But in, in but his... then I started thinking, well, that aqua kind of facilitated. You know, it absorbs some of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that boom, that shock. I felt like for me, it did. Yeah. You know, and I, I to this day I still carry that aquamarine in my pocket. Yeah, I love that aquamarine. Um, So I always have some questions that I ask all of my guests, and you are included in that. I don't care who you are. I'm going to ask them. Um, You kind of touched on this already, but what is your sign? My sign. Your sun sign is? Scorpio. And your moon? Scorpio. No. No, Gemini. That's right. Gemini. Because we share the same moon sign. We're both Gemini moons. And then, what is your rising? Scorpio. So he is a double Scorpio. He also has, I want to say it's like five to seven placements in Scorpio, Mm -hmm. which means you have a Scorpio stellium as well. Like you're, you're all Scorpio. Correct. Like for the most part, like you are Scorpion. Water. Do you, do you feel like you embody that? Like, do you feel like you are? No, just Scorpio. I do. Scorpios uh, get a bad rap. We do. Uh, we get a really bad rap. Yeah, so when, when I tell you all I'm surrounded by Scorpios, my father is a Scorpio, Doug is a Scorpio, I could keep listing a, a ton of other people that I love in my life, but I'm surrounded by you all. Uh, I love Scorpios. Well, We do get a bad rap, but uh, I, can, yeah. I can say like from my standpoint, from Doug... From who I know I can be, <laughs> I can be the nicest, giving, and you are wholehearted person ever. You are, or I can be the meanest son of a you know what <laughs> under the sun. Uh, I've got that sting. I don't let people. My buttons can be pushed, and I can be pushed and pushed, but when I, that it. it it just goes. And you're also, like, I I've see scorpions and I've read about scor- Scorpios that you're very quick to, like, if you cut that tie, if you are dishonest with me, I like, will cut you you're out of my done. Life. You're, yes, yes, I'm, and. And you, you are like that. Yeah, damn right. Like, <laughs> I can do it and not think nothing about it. Yeah. Because I. Because it's the old saying, burn me once, your fault. Burn me twice, my fault. I'm not going to be burned twice on some shit. No, it go, it's something different. Like, shame on you. If mm-hmm. you fool me once. But burn. I like to use You like to burn. use the word burn instead. Because I'm not going to. I, I, I will cut someone off real fast. I know And you I will. can pick up on somebody's energy real fast. Yeah. I can, Okay, so I don't know if that's a, a scorpion trait. I, 
I'm pretty sure it is because you guys are very intuitive um, and really great with reading energy. But Doug is literally like, you are the bullshit radar. You are like, you can meet someone and within a minute, you're like, yes, or you're like, nah, we got to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, or you're like, no, I'm not this. The vibe is weird. Um, They're not legit or, you know, like you and he freaking knows every time. So I give people a lot of times the benefit of the doubt. I'm tend to be a little bit more trusting and open. And I'm like, oh, no, they're cool. They're fine. And then I'll go into some type. I'm just using this as an example. Um, Maybe like a business relationship with this person. Doug's like. I told you, and they then they burned me, and Doug's like, I told you, I told you from the get-go date, and he did. He's right every single time. He can read someone better than anyone I've ever met. And I, I, I mean, I don't know how I do it. I just pick up, I, I don't know, I don't want to say bullshit, but I can pick up on bullshit. I can pick up you're on gifted for that. non-genuine. Yes, right. Like I can pick up if you are a genuinely good person. Yeah. Or you've got, or if you have malintentions of being something else, uh, like yeah. it's something that I'm you're been so, able to do. You're so good at that, and I'm glad I have you in my life to now. Like, you're my um, fact checker. Like, <laughs> okay, Doug, what is your feeling on this person? You know, <laughs> I love that about you. Um, what is your favorite crystal? I know it. I Aquamarine, know. yeah, Smokies, and Citrine. I can't go. You know, without them, those are my... I, Number my, one's aquamarine, though, right? Yeah, I, I, and I think I'm drawn to it so much because I'm drawn to the water. I'm drawn to the water, like the ocean. Mm-hmm. I am, yeah. like... I don't know, it's just you have fascinating a good, You have a really me. good relationship with the ocean and the water and... You know. Yeah, uh, and, like, I think of things and, like, with the water, and then I think of myself with the water. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, I think of my name, Douglas, mean, meaning dark waters, yeah. dark sea. Yeah. You it's know, like ingrained it, in you. Like it's, something, yeah, something It's there. in your DNA for sure. Yeah. And like, you know, obviously Dana knows that like a documentary on the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm diving in. I yeah. love it. The Titanic. Oh, it's under the water. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm diving in. And like things of that such, I'm just drawn to it. Like, yeah. And I think. That's what draws me to that crystal. Maybe that's why aquamarine and you connect. Yeah, yeah. it's just something about it. it it's, and what about smoky quartz? Smoky quartz is like my dark side. Yeah, baby. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like my dark side. It's because we all have a dark side. Yeah, right. But like Scorpios, of course, we... You you guys are known for your dark side. Our dark side. Yeah. Like, and like, I, I kind of get lost in it of... The light, the dark hues, and mm-hmm. the inclusions, I, mm-hmm. I'm just drawn to it. Okay, cool. Well, I already knew that, but I wanted to let everybody else um, know what uh, your course, faves are. Uh, citrine, I'm drawn oh, to Oh, yeah, that citrine. Because, I, I guess, because it's my birthstone. I know your other one is dioptase. I do love dioptase. Mm-hmm. Uh, but citrine, yeah. It's like topaz and citrine are the November... Um, yeah, and I, like that, I like that yellowish hue, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I'm just drawn to that, too. And yeah. Of course, the optics. The optics. Um, what's your favorite color? 
it's hard for me to pinpoint a favorite color. I know it I've, is for you. <laughs> I've got a lot of colors that I like. You can I say mean, rainbow if you want to. I mean, I guess I could. I mean, all facets of, you know, the rainbow. You like all, them all? Give me all the Crayolas. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't have one particular color that I am just head over heels about. Uh, okay. My mother always... I refer to my mother in this sense. My mother always liked me in yellow. Mm. Oh, see, I thought your favorite color was yellow. So I do tend to wear like brown, light brown, dark brown, yeah, yellows. Yeah, a little, yeah, little bit. Sure, uh, but like I, I don't truly have a favorite color. Okay, uh, you're open to all the colors. Yeah, I'm open to every color. <laughs> I. If a man says real men don't wear pink, that's a lie. Yeah, Doug will, Doug will prove you wrong on I that. I wear pink. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer, Doug. Um, what's your spirit animal, if you care to share? Oh. Or or um, spirit animal, power animal, or the totems that tend to show up for you. And if you don't want to share, that's okay, too. I'll share one. The, yeah. The cardinal. Mm-hmm. The cardinal is always around me mm-hmm. and obviously yeah. the the signs of the cardinal what mm-hmm. they yeah are interpreted yeah. you know for angels they are always around me. and you feel like that's probably as i'm looking at a freaking card cardinal right now correct <laughs> um you feel like that's one of your like spirit animals or or totem animals that are just always there like kind of helping you along always. the way or yeah uh, and more within the last several years, like, yeah, like it's really, it's apparent. I, I've opened my eyes to seeing that. I was, and yeah. I was going to say that too. You're more aware too. Yeah. And yeah. because I used to be closed off and not think of that, like, oh, it's just a damn bird, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not. And just like me, I, and I still have this. Me a few years ago saying, you know, because we would find feathers in the yard yes. uh, from Canadian goose or mm. whatever it may be, robins. Yeah. Uh, and I told Dana, you know, I've never seen a red bird feather. Never in my life have seen yeah. a red bird feather. No. And I'd be damned if I was doing yard work one day and I come up off the riding mower because I seen this feather on the ground, and I'd be damned. It was a red bird feather. Is, and I had yeah. just mentioned that to you, what, a few weeks it, prior? A beautiful sign. And I still have that feather. I know. I know you do. And it is definitely your bird. Like, yeah. of all the avian varieties that are out there, the cardinal, the red bird is definitely your bird. They are always around you. Correct. It's incredible. And so a lot of people attribute... The Cardinals um, to lost loved ones coming, you know, back to visit and us. Giving you signs. And I do believe that you are so heavily loved and heavily protected from the other side. And they love coming and showing up for you. Absolutely. But I also do feel like there's an essence to just the normal attributes of the Cardinal and um, how it chirps. And, you know, I, I'm just using that as an example, but I do feel like it's, it's essence and it's energy is 
very indicative to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Truly. I love that. Um, do you have anything that you would like to leave the community with? A little Dougism, if you will. Dougism. <laughs> Guys, he is being so low-key today. Like, typically, he is off the wall making jokes. Like, you're being being a very good boy for this episode. Don't spit in the wind. Don't pull the mask off the Lone Ranger. That is not what I meant. But if that's how how you want to leave us, that's fine. (laughs) Try to be more true to yourself and love yourself. Mm. Uh, Be true to yourself, yeah. Don't worry about the next. Don't worry about the next, the, what? The next person. Worry mm-hmm. about you. Yeah. Don't 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 judge someone else because if you're judging someone else, you got to sit back and judge yourself. Yeah, you got. If you're, and who what are is you the to same? judge yourself? If you're pointing one finger, you got three more pointing back at Correct. you. Correct. Yeah. And just to work on being a better human, a better soul. We need that, don't we? we? And that's the ripple effect. Uh, Hold the door for someone. Say hi to someone because you don't know what kind of day that person is having. So true. You can you can make someone's day by just smiling and saying, hello, how are you? Instead of breezing right past people. And it literally is that simple. It Life is. Life is that simple. And the more that we do those just tiny little random acts of kindness... The more, like you said, it ripples through it's the like, world. It's uh, like going to a baseball game and doing the wave. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you're doing the wave and then the people are <laughs> going down. It, that's a ripple effect. <laughs> yeah. If you can try to cast love, light, yeah. good energy I to someone, that that's the ripple. Yeah. And just be true to yourself and work on yourself daily because you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. She's not perfect. Just work on yourself. Try to be a better human. And no one's going to do that for us. So we have to take it upon ourselves to really like make an effort into bettering ourselves every single day. Correct. No matter um, how hard it is, try to have some time for yourself. I love that, Doug. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Doug, just thank you so much for being so open and very honest and bringing the more masculine side of spirituality just in general but also within a relationship and and sharing that that side with us and just being you and being so real and you know I I really appreciate your time and your energy and um, and all you do behind the scenes for our mother's crystals and for me and also all of the clients because they're they're benefiting from you being a part of this as well so thank you thank you for being beautiful you i'm not gonna say i'm beautiful but i'll say i'm (laughs) i'm always going to uh thrive to be me you do that and not that that is you baby if there is one thing that is you you know (laughs) not to worry about if uh people like you just like yourself, love mm, yourself. Yeah, that's all that really matters. Nobody else's um, thoughts or, or beliefs about you. It's none of your business. Correct. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I love you all. Mwah. So thank you guys for being with us, for being in the sacred space, the sacred vessel in this generous present moment with Doug and I today. And I'm going to leave you with what I always leave you with. And Doug, I'm going to put you to the test. Do you know what I always say at the end? I can't remember. Oh my gosh. I 
can't remember. Uh, you are. Go, you are the power. And. And you are the magic. Yes, yes, honey. Yeah. You are the power, and you are the magic. Now go work that magic in your beautiful everyday life. Until next time, fam. We'll see you then. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Crystalline Network. We hope you learned something today. Please like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and follow us on socials like Instagram and Facebook and reach out with any comments or suggestions you have for future shows. Don't forget to head on over to our shop at OurMother'sCrystals.com for all the unique and quality products you want.